Okay, so today's daf is Yud Bet in Masechet Yoma. We are about nine lines from the bottom of Amud Aleph. We went pretty far yesterday in order to complete the discussion about the division uh, of Yerushalayim, etc. So uh, it says there, Umatkinin lo kohen achir. That's what we're. So the, the issue is going back to the first Mishnah that um, that we we have a, a backup kohen gadol, the understudy, so to speak, of the kohen gadol, who is prepared to take over in uh, in the uh, in the event that the kohen gadol will be in unfit to serve, since the avodah must be done by the kohen gadol. So there has to be a backup kohen gadol who's prepared and obviously must know the routines and so on and be uh, capable of. Uh, uh, of assuming the position in an emergency, like an understudy would be in another uh, circumstance. Now, pshita, Now, the issue is like this, that in order for somebody to be, co- what makes you the Kohen Gadol? You don't just wake up in the morning and decide you're the Kohen Gadol. So what makes this person the Kohen Gadol? Usually what we have is the process of what's called chinuch. Chinuch here doesn't mean education, like we use it to mean education. It means some kind of initiation into inauguration, initiation, into being, into the role of Kohen Gadol. So what exactly initiates this understudy into the role of Kohen Gadol? So if the Kohen Gadol, let's say, wakes up in the morning and he had some, well, he actually he doesn't sleep at night, so that wouldn't work. If, the, if something happens to the Kohen Gadol, he fell asleep, you know, I guess he was, you know, it could happen. Uh, something happened and he, he had an issue in the, in the very beginning of the day. So this understudy Kohen Gadol can do the first avodah of the day and become the Kohen Gadol through the first Avodah. Now, how will that work? Why, is that, why will that work? Because the first Avodah of the day is Tamid Shal Shachar, is the regular Korban of the day, and it's done in Big Day Zahav, which means it's done in the full eight garments of the Kohen Gadol, which means it would serve to make him into the Kohen Gadol because he's doing something different than an ordinary Kohen, which is that he's wearing the special Big Day Kehonah, as opposed to if he were wearing the Big Day Kehonah that the Kohen Gadol uses for the other things, for the special Avodot of Yom Kippur, which is called the Big Day Lavan, uh, which doesn't really distinguish him as a Kohen Gadol in the same way. So what's going to initiate him? Um, so it says, if, if the psul happened, the invalidation happened, so it's no problem. We'll have him do the, 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 the Koban of the morning, we'll have him do the Tamit Shal Shachar, and that will make him into the Kohen Gadol. But, but what happens if the invalidation occurs to the Kohen Gadol after the Tamit Shal Shachar? So now he has to move on with these Avodot that are special for the... Um, for Yom Kippur. So in that case, what is the Kohen Gadol going to, uh, uh, this new Kohen Gadol going to, uh, uh, you know, do in order to be initiated as Kohen Gadol? As Rashi says, Because the, the, after he does it, the morning Tamid, the next Avodah requires only four Begadim. So there's not, nothing special about, there's nothing Kohen Gadol-esque about doing it that is going to make him into the Kohen Gadol. So what should he do? So, Amar The answer is he's going to wear the Avnet. There is a difference between the, even the four uh, Bigadip of the Kohen Gadol and the Kohen Ediot on Yom Kippur are differentiated because the Kohen Gadol wears a different Avnet. He wears a different... Uh, uh, he, he wears a different belt than the regular Kohen. So as she says, Because the Kohen Gadol wears on Yom Kippur a pure linen belt. He doesn't wear his normal belt, right? We know that the normal belt of the Kohen Gadol is the fancy, colorful belt that he wears. What? And it has shatnez, but it's a fancy, colorful belt. The belt that he wears on Yom Kippur is a plain white belt. So it's not the same thing as the Kohen Hedyot would wear. Because remember, Kohen Hedyot doesn't do anything on Yom Kippur. 
right? So there's no such thing as really a Kohen Hediyot on Yom Kippur, right? It means that the Kohen Hediyot of the rest of the year and the Kohen Gadol of the rest of the year, the assumption here is, are wearing the same thing. But on Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol is wearing a different kind of belt. And so therefore, this guy who was a Kohen Hediyot yesterday, but just got promoted because the uh, Kohen Gadol is out of service, so he will wear, by wearing that belt, in other words, even those four Gadim differentiate him as Kohen Gadol because that is a belt that's only worn by Kohen Gadol. The special pure linen belt is only worn by a Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. That will establish him as Kohen Gadol. Now that will work. That only works according to the opinion that says that the rest of the year, Kohen Gadol and Kohen Hediot wear exactly the same kind of belt. But on Yom Kippur, Kohen Gadol wears a special pure linen belt. However, but there's another opinion that says no, that the Kohanim, the regular Kohanim the rest of the year wear exactly that belt that the Kohen Gadol wears on Yom Kippur. In other words, just to clarify, everybody agrees that the Yom Kippur, on Yom Kippur, the, the Kohen Gadol wears a pure linen belt. None of the shatnez, none of the colorful stuff in those four garments that he wears for the unique avodot of Yom Kippur. He wears a pure linen belt. The question is, what do the regular Kohanim wear the rest of the year? Do they normally also wear a colorful shatnez belt? Okay, so that means that the only person who ever wears a pure linen belt in any service is the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. So it really would be a sign that he's unique for wearing that. Or do we say that no, the regular Kohen actually never wears a Shatnez belt. We've seen this machloket before. We've discussed this before. If the Kohen of the rest of the year wears a regular pure linen belt also, so then this guy who's filling in for the Kohen Gadol, there's nothing special about what he's doing because yesterday when he was a regular Kohen, he also wore a pure linen belt and today he's wearing a pure linen belt. So there's no, nothing new. No. Okay, so therefore what? So that so it only will be a distinction if you hold that the Kohen, the Kohen Gadol and the Kohen Hediot the rest of the year are all wearing the same colorful belt. And the only time that a pure white belt is used is on Yom Kippur by the Kohen Gadol. Then it will be a distinguishing factor. Okay, so now, Amar Abaye, so Abaye said, Lovesh Shmona, he should put on the eight Begadim before he starts. In other words, let's say that the Psul happens in between the, the, the Tamit Shal Shachar, the morning Tamit was already offered, and the Kohen Gadol says, I can't serve. Whatever happened, he became Tamit. We don't know. So the, so the second Kohen will come in, and what he can do is he can put on the eight Begadim of the Kohen Gadol, and then he'll just take a fork, and he'll like uh, help along the Korban Tamit a little bit. You know, even if it's already on the Mizbeach, by, fu- by furthering, like speeding up the cooking of the meat that was put on the Mizbeach, it's an Avodah, because we know, in fact, we learned in Masechet Zvachim that, you know, it, it's mentioned in a in, uh, few places. That the Halacha is that... Um, that in, and in fact, it's in, it's in Masechet Shavuot, because in Masechet Shavuot, it talks about the person, what's considered tarrying in the Bet HaMikdash. If a person has to leave because they became Tamei, and it uses as the standard the amount of time it would take to do like a minimal Avodah. The minimal Avodah was the, 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 the playing with the meat on them, because even turning over the meat a little bit to help it cook faster is considered Avodah. So what he could do is just put on the eight Begadim of the Kohen Gadol, go over to the Mizbeach, play with the meat a little bit too, and you did an Avodah as the, as the Kohen Gadol, and now you're the Kohen Gadol. You can go in and you can continue as the Kohen Gadol. That's what Abaye suggests. Okay? Rav Papa, Rav Papa says, you don't need any of that. Why? Because Avodato Mechanchatot. Because the Avodah itself makes him into the Kohen Gadol. I was th- that was what I would have first thought. You know? Because the only person who's allowed to do Avodah in Yom Kippur is the Kohen Gadol. So by definition, the fact that he's doing that Avodah shows that he's the Kohen Gadol. Now obviously, the other, the other uh, Amoraim were assuming 
they were assuming that he needs something else to install him as Kohen Gadol before he can do that Avodah. You can't say that the very thing that he needs to be the Kohen Gadol for is the thing that makes him the Kohen Gadol. They're assuming that he needed some action or some process that makes him the Kohen Gadol, followed by the Avodah Yom Kippur. But Rav Papa is saying, no, say in and of itself, the very fact that he is going and, and acting as Kohen Gadol defines him as Kohen Gadol because only the Kohen Gadol is allowed to do this action. Milatani, didn't we learn, didn't we learn that all of the kilim, all of the vessels of the, of the Mishkan that Moshe made, putting the oil on them is what makes them holy. But after that, we don't anoint the vessels of the Beit HaMikdash. They didn't pour oil. Shlomo HaMelech didn't pour oil on the vessels of the Beit HaMikdash. The use of them in Kiddushah is what makes them holy. And we'll just say that the mere fact that the Kohen Gadol is serving, that this understudy of the Kohen Gadol is serving in the capacity of Kohen Gadol and doing things that only a Kohen Gadol can do is itself what makes him the Kohen Gadol. He's the acting Kohen Gadol, you would say. So by acting, in other words, through the very action, he becomes Kohen Gadol. Now, uh, here's the machloket itself. We go back to what we said before. What kind of belt does the Kohen Hedyot wear? Is it, right? So, we have a machloket. Do we say that it is made of... Uh, of uh, uh, of um, uh, of uh, linen, pure linen, or shatnez, like the Kohen Gadol. The Kohen Gadol has a mix, right? The, the, but if it's shelbutz, then that means that it's made of pure linen, and it's like a pure white belt all the time. It's not the colorful belt. Now, this time, the Rabbi who it must be Rabbi, it must be Rabbi, Rabbi Udanasi, who says it's shelkilaim v'lo shelbutz. It's not the one that's made of uh, of uh, linen, but it's it's of kilaim normally, because... Uh, because it says the only difference between Kohen Gadol and Kohen Hediot is the belt. That's Tiferi Rabbi. That's what Rabbi says. Okay? Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon Amar, Avnet. Not even the Avnet. So, the, so at first it sounds like, what do you mean that Rabbi is the one? What, this sounds like it's saying exactly the opposite of what you just said because you just said that, the, that according to Rabbi, the, Rabbi is the one who says that the, that, that the belt of the Kohen, the regular Kohen is made of, of Shatnez, but now it's saying the only, dif- the only difference between the two is the Avnet. What do you mean the only difference between the two? That would, that would make it the same, right? So it says... So, so Emat, what case are they talking about? Now that brighter that shows the machlok between Rabbi and Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar cannot be talking about ordinary rest of the year. Because there's so many differences between the Kohen Gadol and the Kohen Hedyot. There's four different begadim between them. There's four begadim that the Kohen Gadol wears that the Kohen Hedyot doesn't wear. How could you ask what the difference is? El alav biyom kippurim. It means on Yom Kippur. Now obviously the other Kohanim don't really do anything on Yom Kippur. I mean, they do help. There, there's some assistance sometimes that they do, like they help him finish the shechita, but they don't do much, right? But Amrei lo leolam no, so, so the answer is, oh, it must be on Yom Kippur. Elav Yom Kippurim. He's saying that on Yom Kippurim, there's a, the only difference between the uh, the Kohen Gadol and the Kohen Hediot is the belt. Meaning to say that the rest of the year, the Kohan, the regular Kohanim wear the Shatnez belt. On Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol wears the linen belt. So he is distinguished from the other Kohanim on Yom Kippur with respect to his belt. That's the way that they're interpreting it. So the, ver- the fact that it says there's the difference between the Kohen Gadol and the Kohen Hediot is the belt means that the rest of the year they wear the same kind of belt. On Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol wears a different kind of belt. That's the distinction. But according to Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, he's saying that no, 
uh, uh, even the Avned is not different, meaning that the belt that the Kohen Gadol wears on Yom Kippur is the same belt that the regular Kohen wears the rest of the year because they both wear Shelbutz, they both wear the linen one. Okay, that's the, that is the, uh, the, 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 the machloket. So that's the way that he interprets it. So that means that Rabbi is the one who says that the rest of the year they're wearing the same kind of a belt. But Amrei Lo. No, you don't have to say that. Maybe it's talking about the rest of the year. And it's just referring to the things that are the same between them. In other words, we know that there are four different Bugadim that the Kohen Hedyot doesn't wear, but what difference is there between the Kohen Gadol and the Kohen Hedyot? And Rabbi is saying the difference is the belt. And, and, and Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar is saying, no, they have the same belt. So now it's the, now it's the opposite. Right? In other words, if you read it that way, it's the opposite. Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar is the one that's saying that they have the same belt all year round. And the Kohen Gadol is different on Yom Kippur. And Rabbi is saying, no, they have different belts all year round. And therefore, the Kohen Gadol is just wearing the belt of the regular Kohen on Yom Kippur. That's, that, so, I, so the point is that the Brayta, we can't really resolve who says what, but it's going to come back to that. Everybody agrees that the, the belt of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur is, is, is pure linen. And everybody agrees that on Yom Kippur, on, on the rest of the year, he wears the kilaim. He wears the colorful belt that's mixed with the shatnez. And the reason why we know that is because it's written in the Torah. It's not really, uh, it's not divrayakol. I mean, it's pretty, it's clear. The question is, what kind of belt does the Kohen Hedyot wear, whether it's on Yom Kippur or the rest of the year? When the, Kohen, the regular Kohen can't do any avodah himself on Yom Kippur, but he can assist the Kohen Gadol. They did assist him with certain things that they would start, he would start doing and they would finish the shechita and he would receive the blood because he had to receive blood, things like that. Um, there is a machlok, there is a big machlok at Rishonim that does, you know, that uh, about were there any avodot that a, that a regular Kohen could do on Yom Kippur because there are some, the Rambam is of the opinion and I think it's the more generally accepted opinion that the Kohen Gadol literally had to do everything on Yom Kippur and there were no exceptions but there are some who say that no, the ordinary avodot, the regular person, a regular Kohen could do, he only had to do the special avodot of Yom Kippur, it just happens to be that he did all of them. But technically, the other Kohanim could have done them, and it was like a hidur that he did, the, you know, that he did everything. I think the Bala Maori says that. I, I, I remember learning it a long time ago. I didn't look and check again, but I, I believe that he did. What? Yeah, I think, I think that, it, yeah. So, uh, in any case, um, so, Shirabi uh, Omer, so here we have a clear statement that Rabbi says that the, the, the Kohen Hedyot belt is made of Kilaim. It's made of, uh, it's made of Shadnez. Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon Omer, Shalbutz. And Rabbi Shimon, I was saying the opposite. Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon says Shalbutz. He says it's of linen. So now when we go back to that Brighta before, it's definitely learning the Brighta the original way, right? Because it's saying that Rabbi is of the opinion that the Kohen, the regular Kohen wears a Shatnez belt and, and so does the Kohen Gadol the rest of the year. And then therefore the difference between them on Yom Kippur is that the, is that the Kohen Gadol is wearing a linen. And, and, and according to Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon, then they were really talking in that Brighta also. It must have been that he was referring um, to uh, to the rest of the uh, he was talking about on Yom Kippur that what the what the Kohen Gadol is wearing on Yom Kippur is the same as what the uh, what the regular Kohen wears the rest of the time was non So it turns out that the original interpretation interpretation of the Brayta is being upheld here. We learned also in the Brayta Al Mat. So this is saying this is speaking about the pasuk where it's a little bit of a. Uh, uh, a, uh, a pasuk that repeats itself because it, it talks about him getting ready for the avodah. That's actually this, year, this week's parasha, of course, right? So it talks about him putting on the. Uh, oh no, this is not. This is from Tzav, right? This is from Tzav. 
Because talking about Tumat Adeshin. Right? He puts on the he puts on his clothes, and he puts the linen uh, garments on his flesh. So the question is, why does it say both times? It says Vilavasha Kohen Midovad. He puts on his linen outfit and then it says why does he have to repeat it again and the, and the pants he puts on his flesh why does he have to say it what it means is that he has to put all the big day kiona on in other words if you just read the pasuk as it's written it sounds like he has to put on the shirt and the pants and the rest of it he doesn't have to put on the you know the uh, the hat and the belt it sounds like he doesn't have to put it on because it just mentions and mido is referring to ketonet uh, it's referring to the to, to the shirt. So it's saying that, no, you really, um, he has to put all the big day kohen gadol Actually, what it's coming to tell you is that the big day kohen gadol that he wears on Yom Kippur, that a kohen edyot could wear them the rest of the year. In other words, once the kohen gadol is done using them for Yom Kippur, he can hand them kohen edyot. It's basically the same stuff, except for the hat, I think. But right, everything else is the same. Okay, so it says, "Rabbi Omer, stay chuvot b'davar." I have two objections. Chadad avnetosh shel kohen gadol b'yom kippurim lo zeh avnetosh shel kohen idiot. So that's very clear. He's saying, first of all, the belt that the kohen gadol wears on yom kippur is not the same belt that the kohen idiot wears the rest of the time, implying that obviously the kohen idiot the rest of the time he wears the kilaim one, the one of shatnes, and the kohen gadol wearing a white one. Ve'od gadim shenishtamajda b'heg dusha chamurad dusha kala. Moreover, are you going to take bigadim that were used for for the Yom Kippur service that went into the Kodesh Kodeshim, and you're going to let a regular Kohen go and do that for ordinary service. Can't be. It's, it's coming to include worn out clothing, meaning that it, as long as the clothing is not like uh, uh, ruined, it's not tattered or da- damaged, it doesn't have to be brand new, sparkling, shining every time the Kohen Gadol wears it. It has to be fresh from the dry cleaners. It could be a little bit worn out, and that's okay. Anyway, and Rabbi Dosa's following his own reasoning, because it says after he takes off the clothing, the special clothing of Yom Kippur, it says the Kohen Gadol has to leave them there. The Tanakh Hamas says that that means it goes into Gniza, meaning it never gets used again. Nobody ever touches or uses that Big Day Kiwana again. Rabbi Dosa meaning that you can never use it for another Yom Kippurim, but, you could, but a regular Kohen, in other words, the pants that he wore, the same pants that a regular Kohen wears. Uh, the shirt that he wore, same shirt as a regular Kohen wears. Belt that he wore, according to Rabbi Dosa, same, same belt that a regular Kohen wears. So let him use it for the rest of the year. Why shouldn't why should it go to waste? So I'll hand it to him. So that so the, so that basically substantiates the idea that Rabbi is the one who says <laughs> that a Kohen Gadol and a Kohen Hadyot wear the same kind of belt the rest of the year, which is the colorful belt, the Shatnez belt, and only in Yom Kippur the Kohen Gadol takes on this pure white belt. Okay? Whereas according to Rabbi Dosa, no, what the Kohen Gadol wears on the on Yom Kippur is actually what a regular Kohen wears the rest of the year. He's in, and, and a regular Kohen is a white belt the rest of the year, not a Shatnez belt like the Kohen Gadol. So very interesting machloket. Now, Rabbi Rashi says over here that uh, some say that they should dafka not wear new clothes because it's a dirty job of addition and uh, therefore not to do something that's no, going to... No, it's saying that's what you might think. Right, he's saying that that's what you might think. That's the Hava Amina. He's saying, the, he's saying the opposite of what you're saying. He's saying you might think that is, you might think that you should do that, meaning... The Trumat edition, since it's dirty, then, uh, you might think, oh, I should wear dirty clothes. I should wear inferior clothes to, and uh, it's coming to tell you, no, really, you should wear good clothes. Uh, you can wear clothes that are not the perfect clothes. I mean, it doesn't have to always be brand new, but you, that you shouldn't think that it's a lesser, uh, it's a lesser uh, avodah. 
Right? Isn't that what he says? Oh, he's saying shchakim davka in this one. Right? Right, so that's what I thought. Yeah, so then he says So he says, yeah, you might have thought that. That's what I thought I remembered. Right, so he's saying you might have thought davka shchakim, you should do shchakim is like the, uh, not the heavens, shchakim, it's like the, the worn out clothes, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not worn out clothes, not, no. right? Meaning that you might have thought that it means to say davka you should wear those, but lehavi at the shachakim means that you should wear lesser clothing to do chumat adeshim because you're picking ashes and moving it. But he doesn't want you to think that that's less of an avodah. It's not less of an avodah that uh, just because you're. Uh, he says Rambam you know. actually does accept the perush that the chaurashi. What the, the that Rashi doesn't like? Interesting. Okay, I'll have to look into it. But that's not what Rashi. But Rashi is nothing. Yeah, we'll have to look. All right. Now Tanu Abanan Erabo Pesulu Minu Acher Tachtav Rishon Chosel Lavodato Shenikobetz Lot Kiyona Gdola Alav Devarim Meir. We learned this in um, in Masachet Orayot. I remember, right? So in a uh, if a, if you have this understudy of the Kohen Gadol, the real question is not what he does that Yom Kippur. Very nice. He filled in for the Kohen Gadol of Yom Kippur, but then the, the Kohen Gadol is like, I'm back now. I'm Tahor now. Where's my job? You know, you can't just uh, you can't you can't just take my job, right? Like I'm still the Kohen Gadol, so get out of here. You know. So well, what's going to happen now? So so uh, so he, so according to Rabbi Meir, Kol Mitzvot. He has to continue with the Kedushav Kohen Gadol. Rashi explains, which means for mourning, if he's in Avel, he doesn't tear his clothing, he doesn't, um, he can no longer become Tameh for his closest relatives, just like the Kohen Gadol. He's not allowed to marry anybody but a, a woman who was never married before. And anytime he does service, he has to serve in the Eight begadim bigdei kihuna as as a coin gadol. What? He can only marry an un, right a woman who's never uh, married before. So the the idea is that he's like a coin gadol in every respect according to me. So basically, you have two kohanim gadolim. In that case, you have two kohanim gadolim basically at the same time because he's going to have the same obligations now and you know and and and, and it has a lot of implications. To, what? You mean the second coin who got kicked. Into the, the one who had to take on the thing once he takes it on so he becomes a Kohen Gadol for every respect so he status. right so there's a whole issue that in Masechet Horeot we talked about well what about things that have to be done only once a day like Minchat Chavitin that the Kohen Gadol has to bring and they only have one of those that he brings obviously there's only one of those but let's say for instance this guy who was the understudy get, makes a ruling and people follow it he makes a ruling rather for himself and he follows it and he made a mistake, like we learned that the Kohen Gadol that makes a ruling has to bring Korban, so he has, has that obligation now, because he's, he's a Kohen Gadol. So all these things will apply so to him. Why would you give him a backup wife just in case? Because that could happen. They're going to talk about that. Wait for the next daf for that one. Okay. We're not up to wives yet. We're only up to Kohanim first. Right, so, the, right, the whole, the whole question is going to, the whole question is going to be, what, you know, how far, what the Gemara is going to discuss later in upcoming dafim is, how far do you go with chashashot? Like, how far are you going to, like, uh, the, the guy becomes Tamei, maybe he's going to die also. Maybe you should have three guys. Maybe you should have five understudies. You know, how far do you go in, in terms of backups for the line of succession for Kohen Gadol? If, you know, and Rabbi Yehuda, you know, says, look, you have one extra wife, one extra Kohen Gadol, you know, it works. So why do the rabbis worry about one? Not the other? They're going to discuss that. Anyway, um, so now he says like this. So he says, 
Rabbi Yossi Omer, Rishon Chosei Lavodato, the original Kohen Gadol who was off for that Yom Kippur because he was not able to serve, goes back to his work. He can't serve as either one, meaning he's not allowed. According to Rabbi Meir, let's say that Kohen Gadol, the understudy who now became a Kohen Gadol for a day, wants to bring a Korban or he wants to serve and with his rest of his family for his, you know, the week that they would come. Nope, sorry, he's not allowed to because he can't serve as Kohen Gadol because there's already a Kohen Gadol and that Kohen Gadol is not going to take kindly to him coming in. On the other hand, he can't serve as Kohen Hedyot because Malin Bakodesh, you can only go up, you can't go back down to be a less than a Kohen Gadol. And a Kohen Gadol that serves with less than the eight Bigadim, it's just the same as a, Kohen, a regular Kohen that serves in jeans and a t-shirt. It's, not, it's no good. Right? So it says, Amar Rabbi Yossi, Maseb Yosef ben Elem, Bitsipori, that once happened with Yosef ben Elem, in Tsipori, Sheirabo, Bezul, Kohen Gadol, Ominu, Tachtav, that because the Kohen Gadol was uh, uh, indisposed, so this, this person took over. And what did they rule? They said, look, the first original Kohen, it doesn't tell us who that original Kohen Gadol was, but whoever that original Kohen Gadol was, he goes back to being the Kohen Gadol when he's able to serve again. And the Kohen that took over him, Yosef Ben Elam. Wasn't it Yosef Ben Elam? Oh, was he the one who was, the, I thought he was the Rishani. Oh, Sherab. Oh, no. Yeah, Kohen Gadol. That was the other. I thought he was the understudy. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, so Mishum. So, what's the reason? So it says Kohen Gadol Mishum Eva. He can't be the Kohen Gadol because you can't have two Kohanim Gadolim at the same time because of Eva. You're going to have contention. You're going to have the original Kohen Gadol is going to be like, what is this? Now there's another guy here. You know, it's not right. And Kohen Hediot Shuvalevakozvamoridit. On the other hand, you can't lower him to be a Kohen Hediot because. Malim Bakodesh. Once you go up to the higher level of Kedushah of Kohen Gadol, you can't lower yourself to the level of Kohen Hediyot. I'm Rabbi Baruch Hanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Halacha, Rabbi Yossi. I didn't hear what you said. Why does he not stay Kohen Gadol afterwards? He does, but he can't serve as Kohen Gadol. That's the thing. He has Kedushah of Kohen Gadol, so he can't serve because he can't serve as a Kohen Hediyot. But he can't serve. Once the original Kohen Gadol comes back to the, the job. The, right. The yeah. difference between Kohen, the, between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi is Rabbi Meir says, okay, so when he serves, he'll serve with the eight big adim and it'll be, there'll be another Kohen Gadol. What's, what's the problem? <laughs> According to Rabbi Yossi, no, that will offend the original Kohen Gadol. That he, he, you know, now there's another person walking around he, who's also the Kohen Gadol. Like, what's so going on? Happen, yeah, so, you're God. Retiring, no? so he basically, he, what, what happened? We'll see what happens later. But it says, Umode Rabbi Yossi, Shim Avar Vavad, Everyone agrees that if yeah, this right. Kohen Gadol, the second Kohen, Right, the halacha follows Rabbi Yossi, but Rabbi Yossi agrees that if this understudy decides that goes in and he puts on the eight bigadim and he serves, it's kasher. He's really, it's, it's only dirabanan basically that they said mishum eva. It's going to offend the original kohen that he was displaced. Okay, amav yudam arab. If the understudy served, who who once served as kohen gadol on Yom Kippur, the second guy, okay, then the first guy comes back. The second guy is not supposed to serve either as a Kohen Hediot or a Kohen Gadol. It's his name, Avad, Avad, as Kohen, Kohen Gadol. He can't serve as Kohen Hediot. He gives the title, he gives the title mm-hmm. but no Avodah. Right. It, meaning he has the title, but he's like emeritus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But if he does as a Kohen Hediot, Avodah. It will be Pasul. Yeah, for sure, because he's a Kohen Gadol. No, Kohen Gadol can't serve as uh-huh. Yeah, he, he has Kedushav Kohen Gadol, the same. If the first Kohen dies, so now the second one could go back to be the Kohen Gadol. In other words, he gets to now be like the vice president, you know. He's able, if the first one passes away, so now they bring the second guy in. I mean, it makes, it seems obvious. Who else are they going to choose? Right, so that's the question. 
Why would you think otherwise? Because Because what's going to happen is that this Kohen, right, this guy, the, the Kohen Gadol who's now there is going to feel like this is my guy, he's waiting for me to die, you know, like he's waiting for me to die, he wants, he wants to take over. It's going to be a Tzara Mechaim. It's like, a, like a Tzara is usually the language that we use for a, uh, for a wife, for a second wife, that they're Tzarot, they cause each other, right? It's called a Tzara. So the idea is that you're going to feel like always that, you know, he's looking or he's waiting for me to, he's probably hoping for me to die so he can take my position. And it's so you might think that we should ban him for life from being Kohen Gadol. So the, so the current Kohen Gadol will not feel that this understudy is now just like waiting for him to, uh, to fail, which happens in a lot of, you know, in a lot of, uh, places where you have like I know that it happens in like theater and in uh, things like that where you have like the understudy kind of hoping that the lead will not be able to you know so they'll be able to take the role or whatever so, a lot of fights and partnerships and you have like an older partner and uh-huh. a younger partner it's like 90% of litigations and partnerships is it really that's interesting yeah I mean I'm sure it happens in all kinds of things where you have succession so the person who's you know in line of succession next is kind of like has a conflict about well on one hand you know I, I might like the person who's serving now I don't wish badly anything bad on them, but at the same time, Mazalto, Mazalto, Mazalto. Mazalto, Mazalto. Mazalto, Mazalto.